Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the UK Investor Magazine mobile application. Today we're very kindly joined by David Palumbo, the CEO of Ectech. Thank you very much for joining us today. Hi, thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. Fantastic. So, um, David, you're a waste-to-energy company. Um, you're operating various areas around Europe. Would you just be able to give us a brief background on what Ectech do? Yeah, Equitech is a, is a, a technology and engineering company that specializes in the waste-to-energy or waste-to-value sector. Uh, we design, we, we are particularly, our technology is uh, an advanced gasification technology that can convert a vast array of waste or feedstock into uh, clean uh, energy. It can be electricity, it can be heat, or it can also be valuable uh, biofuels. Okay, so you've had some interesting announcements this week um, about a couple of projects that you've been testing. Um, would you be able to give us a bit of background on those? Yeah, sure. I mean, a couple of things that we announced this week is we had uh, the approval to test uh, RDF or Refuse Derived Fuel uh, uh, at the University of Lorraine, which is one of our pilot plants. Um, this is very interesting because um, it gives the ability to test uh, municipal waste um, uh, byproduct, which is the RDF, in, in one of our facilities uh, to get real data about um, how municipal waste, um, uh, different types of municipal waste are uh, processed using our technology. Um, we mentioned this before, it's, it's important because this, this should uh, give the reassurance to uh, potential funders and also um, insurance providers of the robustness uh, of our uh, technology for processing that type of waste, which is a very interesting and growing market in the UK particularly. The other thing that we announced, we announced that we have, um, we have a, we are going to do an upgrade contract of the other uh, pilot facility that we have in the University of Extremadura in Spain. This is to add um, fissure trop gas to liquid process at the end of our gasification, um, uh, or current gasification um, plant. And this is interesting because it will allow us to also test the same different array of feedstocks uh, uh, as uh, we have uh, already done for gasification to convert it into, into biofuels like you know, biodiesel or anything going from you know, bioethanol to jet fuel. Okay, so th there is a specific um, problem that you're trying to solve here because there are some issues with the exporting of RDF from the UK at this point in time. What does that sort of look like for people that may not be familiar with that Correct. Uh, market? Correct. Yeah, in the, the, the UK we have a problem of uh, capacity, infrastructure for eliminating waste, particularly municipal waste. Um, it's, been, it's been for a while now um, restricted and banned the, um, the proliferation of, uh, of landfill sites, or the sites where you just dump, big dumps uh, of uh, of the municipal waste uh, and so most of the waste that we were producing uh, even if we have now better capacity for um, recycling um, we still there's a, a large amount of RDF that is exported to Northern Europe. Now 
if you add the limitation of increasing landfill uh, or, or, or landfill availability in um, the country, plus the fact that recently we have uh, the export of waste is being taxed by Northern Europe as well from the UK, you, you see a very interesting uh, pinch uh, situation where you know we don't have the capacity to process the waste here and we are being restricted or it's becoming more costly to export the waste. So viable alternatives to eliminate the waste or to convert it into energy in the UK are very important and they're becoming more and more um, uh, an area of investment for large infrastructure funds. Okay, so we've, we've touched on the UK there, but of course waste and waste disposal is a universal issue and you do have operations outside of the UK. Where do you see the biggest growth markets going forward for you? Uh, well, one market that we think is very interesting just because of the size of the market is the US, particularly what we're doing in California, which is the um, the process of forestry waste using the the forestry waste as biomass to produce electricity. And in the case of the California projects, we are also producing biochar, which is uh, like a um, type of charcoal that we can sell uh, or the projects can sell to um, uh, for the agriculture, for the layering of the soils, and also for filtering um, um, in highways uh, rainwater. Um, that's a sector that is very in, important uh, for us because we have um, a, a strategic partnership with Phoenix Energy. Phoenix Energy are very well known in, in California. They are the, the developer to go uh, for most people in the in the in that uh, geography looking for solutions for um, the forestry waste. And we are looking to, to further that relationship with Phoenix. We reached financial close of the first project um, uh, at the end of uh, December last year. And now we're working in the, in the second and third project uh, looking for um, attracting funds for that. The, the forest waste is also something that is transferable for Spain, it's very, very interesting, and also Canada, you know, any, any place that have a, a large um, land of mass with, um, with a forest, uh, dry forests. The other market that we are very uh, focused on now is the agro-industrial waste, particularly in the Mediterranean. This is because we have the Movialsa plant that is you know, a reference plan that uh, I think in the past we have not leveraged enough, that we have more than 100,000 operating hours, uh, a full operational capacity uh, using our technology. And this is a plant that deals with the uh, waste produced from um, olive oil production. Now, the, um, the key characteristic of this vertical for us is just any agri agriculture or, or industrial process where there is a high demand uh, as part of the process to produce heat and electricity, uh, as well as a captive amount of waste that is produced uh, as part of the existing industrial process. So we are now focused on this sector as well in, in, in Europe and the Mediterranean. And the third one is UK RDF, which you know we, we already talked about this. Okay, so you're very much involved in um, pretty much every stage of the, of the process um, throughout this. So from an investor's um, perspective. If they're looking into EXEF, where are the main areas of revenue generation from the operations that you have? Well, the first, as I said, we, we are 
mainly a technology and um, engineering company. Um, the intention is to to so, so the first the first thing that we the first revenue stream for us is to design and engineer um, the technology for the specific application, and then once the design has been achieved and that this is needed for the the, the, the permitting and the and the funding of these plants, and then we will sell to these plants the the technology or, or equipment that is manufactured specifically for the application that we are uh, catering for. The other um, revenue line is, which was not pursued in the past uh, much, and now we are very focused on this as well, is the operating and maintenance revenues, which come from uh, operating the plant once it's been commissioned and, and, and built. This is in, important for us because we are now, as a condition for most of our contracts, we have two years operating the maintenance as uh, to be able to provide all warranties. And, and this sometimes uh, can lead to 10 or 15 years uh, long contracts of, on the operator maintenance. So this is a nice revenue stream that that, um, that is a repeat yearly business for uh, many years to come. And the third um, area that we're focusing on is, is in, uh, we are much more involved now in the development also of the projects. So we have enough experience and the team has enough experience on being a lead developer for some of these projects, and that could generate uh, development fees between um, the early developer development of a project to taking it to financial close, and then following financial close, um, retain some equity on the project or or put some of the as we did in California in the first project that we injected some equipment that we have uh, as equity in the project. Okay, so you're you're very much involved in the circular economy. People may ask. Because you're obviously taking uh, waste uh, and using it as as a energy, as a fuel. There may be some emissions associated with that. I mean, how do you see yourself fitting into the, the the circular economy? And you know, what are the sort of areas that EtTech will be sort of focusing on? Is it going to be um, purely looking at the reduction of waste, um, or is it going to be sort of mainly looking at the offsetting of carbon for people or reducing carbon emissions? That's a very good question. Both both of, 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 of the statement that you make are um, correct. I think, first of all, it's, it's clear to uh, it's important to, to, to be clear about the circular economy is all about trying to minimize the amount of. Um, um, you know, to use the resources in a more efficient way, so we produce less and less waste. That's that's instead of a linear where you just consume, use, and then dispose, is to use the the let's say the disposal to refeed back into the the ecosystem, and 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 try to minimize the production of waste. However, waste will always be produced. The proportion of the waste that we produce, as technology becomes better and recycling becomes more advanced will be a lesser amount of waste produced, but that waste, you need to do something with that. And that's where we come in and we can use that waste and then give it, transform it like through a process that, you know, akin to uh, an alchemy, we yeah. convert something that is typically a, a cost into something that is valuable, that can be, you know, fuel or energy. In terms of the of the carbon footprint point that you make is, you know, it's, it's a bit more complex to, to to give you an exact statement of how do you reduce the carbon footprint. But to give you a simple example of the alternatives that are out there for processing waste, which are mainly incineration, you have two issues there. One is the carbon footprint, which if, if to give you an idea, it varies from depending on the feedstock. But if you think about 
um, for a ton of a particular feedstock where you, with incineration, you can produce, let's say, 500 kilowatts hour per ton. Um, with our technology, you can produce close to 900 uh, kilowatts hour per ton. Now, if you reverse that equation, it will mean that you will produce the same amount of energy with a lower carbon footprint. Now, more important to that is what people, people focus a lot into carbon footprint, but people don't focus on all the other NOx and, and, and oxides of nitrogen that are very toxic for the ecosystem. And these are things that are the, the cause, you know, acid rain and, you know, the short-term climate pollutants that have sometimes a greater impact in the global warming that even the carbon monoxide alone has. Okay, so... You know, for people looking at this and may not have sort of um, too much knowledge about the size of the market, I mean, what does that sort of look like um, in terms of total size in Europe? And how much do you think of that market EcTech could have within the next five years? Well, listen, the, mar- the market in, the, in, the, in, in each of these verticals is huge. I think the challenge uh, for us is more about the short-term focus to get into projects that they are um, um, they have you know high chances of uh, getting to revenue quickly. Hence, we are focusing on the three verticals. But each of these verticals are huge. I mean, if you're thinking about the the plant in Movialsa in Spain, you know that that is a plant that produces forty thousand tons uh, a year that we we utilize in for for uh, our plant. Uh, Spain alone produces four million tons a year of that waste. So you, you you know you can make the numbers of how many of those plants we can build a year um, just on that vertical. The same goes for the other industrial uh, waste like um, paper mills or meat uh, and bone rendering uh, factories. So this is a this is a huge market also um, that is very with very very little penetration of viable alternative solutions that have longevity, um, and the UK RDF you know you know just four four million tons of uh, um, of uh, waste exported every year. If you this is reducing by tax and regulation, but if you think about a, a large or a mid-sized waste to energy plant to deal with this waste, it will probably be able to process between 200 and 300,000 tons a year. These are plants that are planned like that that can cost anything between 150 and 250 million. Uh, all scope of work of a project like that would be something around probably 20 to 30 percent of the total capex of the project. So, you know, there's, there's, there's some big, big figures there that you can extrapolate from those uh, statements. Okay, so that is a very good summary there. Thank you very much, David, for joining us there. So um, that's EPTEC, and that trades under the ticker of EQT, and do check that out. So that's the UK Investor Magazine podcast. Once again, David, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much, Jonathan. A pleasure. Thank you.